This is Retirement Talk. I'm Dal Lowry. I've entitled this podcast, The Past. Grandfathers should never argue with granddaughters. That is a basic truism. It just doesn't seem right. What seems like many summers ago, my 11-year-old granddaughter and I had a little discussion or disagreement concerning history. Maybe it was more of a clarification. I hate to think it was an argument. My granddaughter and I, we get along. But on the value of history, we had a little disagreement. We were talking about her school. She said she liked math, language, science, and most everything else in school. The only subject she didn't really care for was history. Well, this was impossible for this grandfather to accept. After all, I had spent most of my life teaching history in one form or another. She said she was more interested in the future. What was going to happen, not what happened way back then to other people. Her attitude reflected a trend in education that is all too pervasive today. The focus on reading, writing, and arithmetic. The no child left behind fiasco that is stalking our schools today. Or even more recently, the STEM rage, science, technology, and math obsession. The testing craze that is infected, if not destroyed, the real essence of education was being revealed in the thought process of my own granddaughter. This was very upsetting to a former student and teacher of history. I pleaded the case for history. I argued that only by studying the successes and failures of the past can we hope to rise above the past and avoid the pitfalls that have entrapped our ancestors. I use the old map analogy. If we could compare life to a quest for treasure, and if others had searched for it for hundreds or even thousands of years, and some had found it and some had not, wouldn't we want to know which way they turned, which road they traveled down, which rivers they had crossed, deserts they had wandered, quicksand in which they had disappeared. History tells us their tale. History is like a map of their travels. Wouldn't we want to know where all the hazards are? Wouldn't we want to know what has worked and what hasn't? She didn't buy it. I can't blame her. She was 11. She goes to school in this century. Little values placed on history in our schools today. Schools seem to be extensions of business and industry. The goal is to buy and sell products. Students need to know how to read labels and advertising. They need to be able to use calculators or computers. Students need to follow rules, just like law without question and without thought. Lauren Isley, one of my all-time favorite writers and thinkers, said, Men should discover their past only so we can learn our limitations and come in time to suffer life with compassion. The Patriot Act, 
and all of its implications come to mind when I think about that. The acceptance of torture in America seems like such a reversal of all logic and all historical experience. But there it is. The abandonment of civil liberties is shameful. Even a cursory glance at history illustrates the insanity of such action. Isley's thoughts haunt me. How do we learn to suffer life with compassion? How can we learn our limitations? This is where history comes in. This is why we study it. That is why we retired folks like to sit back on occasion and reminisce on lessons learned. This is why we tend to be a bit more tolerant than we were as youth. We have made mistakes. We've seen mistakes. We know that there is no such thing as too much compassion. I recall a conversation with my father-in-law when he was in his 80s. He was a very religious man. He and the American Lutheran Church had been lifelong companions. Definitely a possessor of family values. He was a product of the Depression. He was a Roosevelt Democrat. We got along politically. One night, as we sat in his overheated living room and watched the evening news, a comment was made about the poor quality of news. As an example, the Janet Jackson Super Bowl bearing of the breast was mentioned. He turned in his chair and said, What was that all about anyway? All that talk about a bare bosom. Men have been going that way without their shirts forever. Why can't women? I mean, I can understand it when they use those old ringer washing machines. But nowadays, no one uses those anymore. Why can't women go without their shirts if they want to? And then, almost as an afterthought, he added, Who made that rule anyway? We grandparents need to talk to our grandchildren. We have experience in knowing limitations, and we certainly have learned to suffer life with compassion. I'm still a fan of history. My granddaughter has become more that way with each passing year. We older folks don't have any excuse. We need to be passing along life lessons. A brief postscript. When my granddaughter was 18 and in her freshman year at college, she said the study of Western civilization was one of her favorite classes. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or stories to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.